Welcome to Joe Picks an NFL Team. In this podcast, Joe, abandoned by his San Diego Chargers, is evaluating all 32 teams to find out who he should root for next season. For the third leg of our quadruple header, oh my God, Joe, I can't believe we're we're over halfway done. We have super fan Sean, a Packers fan, who did all the research for the Chicago Bears. By the end of this episode, Joe, you will either become a Bears fan or you will slink off and steal a picnic basket or something anyways jeff hit it Dan, how about this? How about this? By the end of this episode, the Bears will either maul their way into the Sweet 16 or you will find them unbearable. Joe, that's great. (laughs) I know. Well, in season two, when you're doing this part. This should have been my job. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We botched it. All right, Joe. Wow. We've done. Did we do the other fan feedbacks? No, we have we have more fan feedback. I've been I've been wanting to do it. All right, but lay it on me. What did the uh, the Carolina Panthers think of our episode? Wait, Dan. First, before we do that, can we talk about this awful, awful drink? Do we do that first? Yeah, okay. do that first. Tell talk me what about I'm the drink. What are you drinking? Oh, I don't know. You told me to drink this. Which one did you pick? Oh, I I only told you one of them. Okay, uh, Superfan Sean gave two suggestions, although I only told you one of them. The Bear Blitz Margarita, one ounce of Malibu coconut rum. I know, a, a big favorite of yours. Half an ounce of 1800 tequila, half an ounce of blue curacao, half an ounce of simple syrup, and ice. Yep. I am choking it down. By the way, the, the fatal flaw in the quad podcast recording is that I have to have four drinks. Yeah. I'm going to be not sober by the end of this. Okay. It's rough, Joe. Fan feedback. Let me tell you about the Panthers, Dan. By far, the most comments, the most upvotes on Reddit, the most positive attention since the Green Bay Packers. I'm very curious. Wow. Once this has been, I only I only posted it today. So once it's been up for a little while, I'm very curious to see what the metrics are on this episode, because I feel like we actually might end up with a lot of long-term fans from the Panthers. Wow. You know, Joe, when I was uh, going about my business, I got an email alert from my web host that was like, the bandwidth has surged. And they were like, make sure you check it out. And I checked it out. And it was just lots of people were downloading the Panthers episode. They loved it. And just to give a shout out to um, to Reddit poster Ned Thomas, which I think I think is someone posting on Reddit with their real name, which is funny because like, it's someone named Ned Thomas replying to someone named PM me or boobs or whatever, but, <laughs> but went down category by category, uh, t- reacting to us says my favorite, just to pull this out. I'm a Christian. I think Billy Graham is an interesting story. I had decently high hopes. The one time I visited the Billy Graham library is one of the most boring things I've ever gone through. The only reason this is an interesting theory. Actually, we need to keep this in mind. The only reason it gets super high ratings is because people who worship the Graham family around here go out of their way to hype it up. So, so he's saying TripAdvisor has a faulty algorithm that people can mess with. Oh, well, see, that's why I, that's why I filtered by the one star. That's where I got the truth. Yep. Yep. 
the other interesting side note from the Panthers uh, Reddit page, they took issue with our characterization of Jake Delhomme. They <laughs> love Jake Delhomme. They, I mean, they are Jake Delhomers. They think this guy is great. And even is I kind of like, relate to them. That's like Ram Fugees, Jake Delhomers. No, I just, I just made that up, but it's totally true. Uh, We're on a roll tonight with branding, yeah, Joe. I know. Even Even as I like... As I push back on them, like, well, he wasn't that great. Like, you know, you just like him. I said, this is what I said. I said, I get it. He's like, you're Stan Humphreys. He brought you to a Super Bowl. And even though he wasn't great, you love him. And, and that was like, no, no, no. He was great. He just had some bad, he ended his career badly, but he was awesome. Uh, and they did point out that it was Chris Chandler who has started for the most NFL teams as quarterback, 18. Oh, wow. Wow. I did. I did look it up. As I was re- as I was editing the podcast, that Jake Delhomme in the Super Bowl did in fact he started off badly apparently, but he ended with a higher quarterback rating than one Tom Brady. So he outplayed Brady, and they still and lost. What's nuts about Jake Delhomme? They posted this video from 2003 of some shit that he did that they're like, "This is this will prove to you that he's great," and it was fine. It wasn't like anything amazing, but you know who he's passing to. Steve Smith, how long has that guy been playing? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he's retired now, but, yeah, he played forever. Okay, now we've talked too much. we got to go quickly. But, Joe, I have to bring something up. I could bring it up this podcast, or I could bring it up the next one, but I'm bringing it up this one. I want to, like, smoosh it in the middle just so only our super fans hear it. We've got the Fantasy League, Joe. 20 super fans signed up. In fact, I've got emails from super fans begging to get in, but I, there's nothing I can do. Yahoo won't let me have more than 20 teams. Now, Joe, I know we've gotten into various debates about fractional scoring versus whole point scoring, which is insane, and whatever various things. Now, Joe, I'm going to establish most of the core tenets of the league. There's obviously going to be fractional scoring. It's going to be half a point PPR. But, Joe, do you have any one quirk you want to add to the league, like maybe a wacky position that isn't, you know... Like, we could be a two-quarterback league, which would be good because then, like, you know, eight of the teams couldn't even start a second quarterback because there aren't enough, and that would, like, really mess with people's draft strategy. Okay, okay. I like the direction you're going. Before I engage with you on this question, let me just push back a little bit on the fractional scoring and ask you this question, Dan. Are you wholeheartedly convinced that fractional scoring is better? Joe, I don't. We don't have time to relitigate this issue, but yes. No, 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 no. Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Are you wholeheartedly convinced that this is a widely spread belief? Yeah, definitely. Will you, will you agree that we can put this up for a fan poll? Oh my God. I didn't even tell you the result. Well, whatever. I'll do that in the next episode. So can, can our next fan poll be, should we have fractional scoring or not? And if, if look, if, if the hive mind says yes, then we'll, then we'll go for it. Yeah, but that's you have fine. to agree that if they that, say yeah. no, that we won't. I agree. I agree. I will ask people if they want fractional scoring. But Joe, in a in a <laughs> nod to how this stupid drink, this drink, Dan, my God, <laughs> don't jump ahead, Joe. In a nod to how stupid non fractional scoring is, if it's a fifty fifty tie and comes up with a tie, I'm going to err on the side of fractional scoring to show how stupid ties are and that we don't want them. Does the poll allow for fractional voting? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. It doesn't have rank choice voting, Joe. Okay, so that's going to be our our super fan poll. Even if you're not in a league, you can vote on this. Of course. 
what what weird quirk do I want in this league? We well, can't really do two quarterbacks because it's a twenty it's a twenty team league. So that'd be really really rough. Wow, it would really add to the strategy. <laughs> it could I mean, be weird though. It could be you could be like quarterback and then like quarterback slash wide receiver. I mean, I don't even if they even have that. But oh, I like that. I like that. Could you do? Is it possible to do like a a quarterback slash running back position? Well, why running back? Why not quarterback slash? Why not like anything? Just like a utility position. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh, because that'd be so if interesting do- if you could draft two quarterbacks. Or is that just okay. too unfair? But people no. would have to bid like $100 to get the two quarterbacks. They Boom. spend all their Let's money. Add the util- Let's do it. Let's add the utility position. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I'm going to check to see if Yahoo can do that. But, you know, I. If it can do it, we're doing let's it. Let's do it. Let's you do can it. have two quarterbacks or not. Or what if you could have no quarterbacks? What if the two quarterback slots were just full utility slots? So you could have a team with zero quarterbacks. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that might be interesting if you bump down the quarterback scoring, not a lot, but like slightly, just to even it out a little bit. Well, I think wide receivers and running backs score more than quarterbacks do. I'll do have to really? research. You know, I'll research this, Joe. We'll get back to it next week. We have time. Okay. We have time. Okay. And we have a fan poll. All right. And we have a fan poll, yeah. And I'm sure the fans will have something to say about that. Maybe not. Who cares? All right. Number one, Joe. You don't want a team that's too good or too bad. What does Superfan Sean have to say? He says, while having some success years ago, even reaching the Super Bowl in 2006 and the NFC Championship game in 2010, the team has been on a downward spiral for three years and looks to continue its quest for mediocrity. That's it. <laughs> He's He really went concise for all of them, Joe. Love it. Sean, Sean is nothing if not a rule follower. He's a good man. <laughs> he is. Uh, they're pretty mediocre, but a little bit like with the Rams, they're mediocre with like a side of having already won the Super Bowl a bunch. So even when they do win it, it's not necessarily historic. Let's say four out of 10. Four out of 10. Wow. He gave them three and a half. <laughs> All right. So right. Or maybe, maybe you're not. Like these people, maybe all of the super fans are so good at getting in your head. You've got, you know, such a amount of so so much data out there. No, I yeah, our super fans have studied, they've poured over the tape. They've they there are probably subreddits with discussions about, you know, the deep insight into my rankings. Yeah. Little do they know that you spend probably on a daily basis five percent of your brain power on these NFL rankings and probably 80% on how your hair is looking in a given day. How dare you, Dan? How these the rankings, humidity is affecting your these, hair. These rankings are, are deeply, deeply thought about. If I could break down your Facebook posts, I would say 50% are about your children and 50% are about your hair. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. You're saying I post too much about my children. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> uh and when you, whenever you go on vacation, your first post is always about how the new environment is affecting your hairstyling. Well, hair is super climate specific, and my, my I wouldn't know, hair, Joe. I know you wouldn't. My my hair maintenance and my hair product are geared towards a Pacific Northwest climate. So yeah, it makes it it makes a big difference. <laughs> Number two, 
What do you think about the division? Superfan Sean says, obviously a solid division full of historic rivalries, not as competitive for the Bears, but the rest of the division is decently stacked with talent. Now, interesting. One other, both the Bears and the Lions, which will be in our final episode, uh, you know, we haven't done yet. So we have the Packers, which you gave a nine. You loved the, the division for the Packers. For the Vikings, you loved it a little less and you gave them a seven and a half. What do you think about it for the Bears? Yeah, I see no reason why this should be different than the Packer rating. I mean, I think the Vikings were lower only because when you think about these great rivalries, the Vikings seem to be on the outside looking in of those, but the Bears are on the inside looking in. I mean, the Bears are completely irrelevant, though, for at least this year. At the current moment, but I feel like at least the rivalry with the Bears and the Packers it's not like the Packers suddenly like the Bears a little bit because they're not good right now. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a 9 out of 10. All right. 9 out of 10. Super fan Sean. 8.5 out of 10. Sean. So, so he's just he's miscalibrated by half a point. He's always half a point below you. Number three. Does a head coach mean a minimum threshold of competence? Ranked 18 on the Roto World Index. He brought some... St- <laughs> he doesn't actually name who the coach is, and I don't know who it is. Lovey so. Smith. Is it still? No. Levy Smith was a coach in 2006. There's no way he's still the coach. Ranked 18 on the Roto World Index, he has brought some stability to the Bears after some awful coaches, but has underperformed. Roto World basically thinks he's the new Jeff Fisher. My dad, the Bears fan, gave him a five and a half. <laughs> there, that's our data. I don't know who it is. Sean's dad is a Bears fan. That's interesting. Oh, wow. That's right. The son has, has gone... Pick the rival. Especially knowing that Sean is neither from Chicago or... Well, he might be from Chicago. He didn't say where he was like originally from. But is but certainly is not from Green Bay. He made well, he clear. does have quite a knowledge of Chicago based on number six. Okay, so maybe there's some family tied to Chicago. Uh, nonetheless, we're going to have to go with Sean's dad on this one. Five and a half. Five and a half. All right. Super fan Sean gives him a two and I don't a even, half. I don't even know. We, we don't even know who we're talking about. <laughs> This is, I mean, we are going to get, look, I've now done these Reddit posts enough to know the things that that really rankle these fans and not knowing the name of the head coach is going to be a problem. How could Superfans not put the name in the research? Like, come on. Well, you told them to be concise, Dan. Well, the name of the coach is pretty important. (laughs) Look, can... I just want to apologize to all the Bears Reddit fans listening to this. I mean, the Bears were irrelevant last year. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, Dan, a game. Dan, Dan, Did they Dan, play on don't, Thanksgiving? Don't insult them. I'm trying to butter their bread a little bit. No, they look, they know what they are. They're, they're going for the future. <laughs> okay, Dan. I think they drafted some crazy co- quarterback who, who's going to be the, the, their future. I, I listened to uh, whatever. Who cares? Number four, is the team evil? The Bears have the seventh most arrests in the NFL since 2000, but seem to have a pretty low tolerance for it. Defensive tackle Ray McDonald was charged with assaulting a woman while holding a baby. He was released the next day. They haven't seen wait, any... Wait, 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 pause. Was she holding a baby or was he holding a baby? <laughs> Read that again. Ray McDonald was charged with assaulting a woman while holding a baby. Yeah, it's... Um... So I assume that he was holding the baby and was, like, assaulting her with the other arm. Joe, at, this is only okay because you, like, have babies, so you deal with doing things in life while holding a baby but that that's that's inappropriate i can do a lot one-handed released <laughs> released the next day 
They haven't seen any big name players have a lot of issues other than Brandon Marshall, who was never convicted. Hard to tell. And then he says the score he gives it, which I will not say. What did Brandon Marshall not get convicted for? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you could say that about most people. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Birkin. Oh, I won't say your last name. Let's see that back. Dan has not been convicted. (laughs) Do people who are listening know who I am? Okay. Well, anyway. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Birkin. For your hot takes on Game of Thrones and... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, they they seem middle of the road, if not on the better side. So let's say six and a half. Seven. Let's say seven. 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 Wow, wow. Sean gave them a five. Mm. I mean, we don't know what the Brandon Marshall situation was, so. But he wasn't convicted. That's true, but... I mean, what if it was like something horrible? Murdered 17 people, never convicted. <laughs> Couldn't find no fingerprints. Yeah, maybe he's like the uh, Jinx guy. Oh, man. But that guy, they did get him. But you're right. He hasn't been convicted yet. Yeah, that's true. Number five. Can't root for a team that Rob roots for. So Sean makes a prediction, but I'll let Rob go first. You give your score, and then I'll say what uh, Sean thinks. Well, one would think, based on his... Packer fandom that the Bears would be his least favorite team. Oh, yeah, yeah. I even forgot However, about that. He has, you know, these random, he loves the Seahawks, he loves New England, all these teams that Green Bay fans should naturally hate. But Rob lists the Bears as his least favorite team in the NFL. Wow. Yeah. Oh, maybe he'll say who the coach is in his rant. Rob says, fuck the Bears. The best thing they did for the Packers was sign Jay Cutler and then re-sign him. Now they've committed one-third of their salary cap space to two mediocre QBs. I think the GM is really a Packers fan. Someone needs to look into that. Well, did he say who the GM was? Uh, Nope, just says the GM. Boy, these people assume way too much about our fandom. Mm -hmm. I think the GM is Lovey Smith. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Tony's so good when he does the, like, rankings. He assumes we know nothing. Yeah, no, like I said, he even he even converts it to the metric system of, of, of chargers. He's like he's like AJ Smith. Uh yeah. okay. This is a ten out of ten. This is his least favorite team. He hates the Bears. All right, I could literally go. be his rival. Yeah. Uh I should have I wasn't even thinking, but yeah. Superfan Sean says, I assume Rob hates the Bears, but Superfan Sean, he doesn't go to the extremes. He only gave him a nine out of ten. He's afraid. He's afraid of the extremes. Like, you're not afraid, Joe. You'll go there. But you won't go to zero, except for the pastimes you have. Number six. Is it a city you'd enjoy visiting to go to a game? Sean says, absolutely. I've been there multiple times. It's filled with culture. The Art Institute, the Bean, tons of historical walking areas. Also has some absolutely amazing food. Beautiful city. Must see. Yeah, I love Chicago. My buddy Nate lives there. My buddy Emily lives there. My buddy Elliot lives there. Wow. I know. I got, I got friends there. There's a bean. What's not to love? Yeah, what do you think of the bean? You're a big bean fan? It's beautiful. Have you been to the bean? I've absolutely been to the bean. I just once spent a summer in Chicago. Yeah, I feel like giant art installations or sculptures, like, they rarely live up to the hype, but the bean does for sure. Well, the thing is, especially in our modern climate where statues go up, statues come down, I feel like even if an art thing is bad, it's a safer thing to do than like a statue. 
And then, or it can be like the bean where it just works out and it's awesome. Like everybody loves the bean. But the bean is a risk because it's like odd and out there. It's like um, it's like modern art, right? I mean, people could have hated it. I guess. I don't know. What's the hate about it? It, it is a Confederate bean. We should bring <laughs> that up. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a Yankee bean, actually. It's fine. No, no, it's good. Abraham Lincoln <laughs> once gave a speech on that bean. <laughs> um, yeah, Chicago is great. And I think it deserves to be right up there with, uh, you know, New York, L.A., other major cities that I would love to visit uh, and do love to visit. Let's say nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Okay. Oh, my God. You're exactly inverse from the last two questions. Sean gives it a ten out of ten. Perfect score. He loves Chicago. I mean, the weather's not perfect. It's pretty good, but. Yeah. Pretty does. I, I've been there in the summer, as I said, and I've also been there for a winter wedding. Oof. Just walking 100 feet in the icy frigid january uh, unpleasant unpleasant i know i'll still never really understand how that many people decided to settle in a place that has bad summers and bad winters oh because the railroads ran through there joe all right let's keep going (laughs) we don't have time for that (laughs) no history lesson i could tell you all about it all right number seven does a team of player players you could put on your fantasy roster as i said in the team fantasy draft it is pick number 24. Chicago has yet to be drafted, so they're certainly not anywhere in the top part. Sean mm-hmm. says, Jordan Howard is a top 10 running back. Cameron Meredith is a flyer wide receiver. Other than that, no. Oh, remember that kicker the Bucks traded up to draft a while back? He's on Love the Bears Sean now. talking about the kickers. You knew he couldn't <laughs> yeah. resist. Even, even when he's being concise, he's got to bring up the kickers. Was that the kicker they traded up to get in the second round? If so, what a steal for the Bears. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Bears have some players, uh, though, as Sean knows, not that many. Did not mention their looks, which is weird. Do they still have – is Jay Cutler still on the roster? No, Jay Cutler. Do you follow football at all? Jay Cutler was going to become a analyst for Fox, getting paid $450,000 a year, and then the Miami Dolphins quarterback. Well, I guess we haven't done them yet. Tannehill got yeah. hurt. And I think he's out for the year. And so Miami, out of panic, signed Jay Cutler. And they're paying him $10 million for one season. So Jay Cutler is currently wow. unretired and the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. I guess that makes sense that the Dolphins would do that because there are no other quarterbacks out there who are unsigned, who aren't on a roster, and who no other teams have signed. So you you could get them for like a relatively low amount. Yeah, um, none. It's a shame. It's a shame. There aren't None. any. Just Quarterbacks with Super Bowl experience, but you just, you Super, just can't yeah. find. They just aren't out there. Doesn't exist. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a real shame that there's such a lack. It's like if there had just been one other guy, they probably could have saved money. It wouldn't cost $10 million. Yeah. I mean, I, pardon me for getting too much about football, but apparently, in addition to that whole thing, the coach of the Dolphins, I think, is Adam Gase or the offensive coordinator, and apparently... He, I think he had been the offensive coordinator with the Bears, working with Jay Cutler. So there was some familiarity there, as wow. opposed to Colin Kaepernick, who had no familiarity with. But still, point taken. Joe, what do you think? Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Let's say uh, 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10. Oh, Sean gives it 3 out of 10. Yeah, he's, he's just off by 1, but he's like right, right in We're the, right in the, the ballpark. Right, right in the same area. Yeah. All right. Number eight. Is the owner a monster? He says, absolute monsters. Worst owners in the league. 
Okay. Owners? I don't don't know. It doesn't explain. No football fan would want anything to do with the McCaskies. Oh, okay. The McCaskies, Joe. George Hallis was much different, but has passed away and left shit for ownership. They are penny-pinching monsters, which has proven with their strong support of a bill that would change the workers' compensation plan from ending at age 67 to age 35, so they wouldn't have to play for the long-term damage sustained by their players. Ooh, that's rough. Ouch. Ending at age 67 to age 35, that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't even understand that. How, how could anybody support that? Yeah, that seems really rough. I mean, I feel like he's giving us very biased information, as as is his prerogative as a Packer fan. But yeah, that seems terrible. It's part of my job, fight against people trying to make our workers' comp system worse in Washington State. So yeah. let's give them a 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10. Oh, Sean goes down to zero. Sean's not afraid of the extremes. I I take it back. I thought he was. He'll go there. Number nine, rate the uniform and the logo. They have a pretty historic uniform and great colors. Plus, a bear can do some serious damage. Originally called the Staley's, they changed their name to the Bears to reflect their baseball team, the Cubs. Wow. The Bears wear a GSH on their sleeve, which stands for George Stanley Hallis. Maybe they were originally called the Stanley's. I don't know. I don't know if that was a typo or they were the Staley's, but the card says Staley's, but mm-hmm. maybe it's the Stanley's, the founder and owner of the Bears. I honestly really like the Bears unis and find the history to be interesting. He, he has a little sidebar here. The Cubs were called the Cubs because in 1989 to 1901, they sucked. So they brought in a bunch of young Cubs to rework their roster and the name Cubs uh, stuck. They were originally like called that. the White Stockings then the Colts, and then in 1901, switched to the Cubs. I think that would have been pretty cool if the two baseball teams in Chicago were the White Sox and the White Stockings. Yeah. I mean, maybe the White Sox made their name because the Cubs used to be called the White Stockings, although I don't know. Hmm. I know nothing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I like the Bears logo. I like that it's just a super historic uniform. I mean, it's a little bit boring, but like... I feel like boring's okay when it's been your basic uniform layout for the last like ninety years or whatever. How would a bear? How would a bear do against like a Bengal tiger? What do you think? Well, let's think of the things bears can do. Bears can definitely climb trees. Bears are pretty ferocious. I mean, bears have claws. They have teeth, and they're fast too. Yeah, they're fast. I don't know if they're... I don't think they're faster than a tiger. I'm trying to think. Like, a tiger is clearly a cat. And, like, a wolf is definitely a dog. I think a bear is just a whole different thing. Because it's, like, canine is dog, feline is cat, and ursine is bear. So, I guess they're their whole different world. But I I don't know if totally. they're closer to a dog or a cat. or Because they're clearly some sort of, like, violent killing machine. But I'm not sure if they're more dog-like or cat-like. I mean, I think they're just their own thing. They're they're more like a primate. They like, stand up on their haunches. Well, my cats will do that too. This is interesting though. So most tigers, this is just one quick thing I, I found, get up to 850 pounds in size, but a brown bear or a polar bear can get up to 1,700 pounds. Wow. Wow. What that's about a, a grizzly a, bear? That's a lot bigger. Because a grizzly bear is the one you're scared of as a human. Well, I think you should be scared of all of them as a human. Well, I think the rule is black bear, nothing to fear. Brown bear, make a lot of noise. Grizzly bear, you're in big, big trouble. 
that doesn't really rhyme so that's probably not it but it's something like that <laughs> uh yeah grizzly bears get up to about 600 pounds so that's it there you go 600 yeah yeah I yeah. mean, I know polar bears are a big problem, but the thing is you really just don't interact with them on a day-to-day basis. Spangled tiger is 490 pounds. Grizzly bear is 600 pounds. Yeah. I'm taking the bear. I agree. I totally think the bear would win. I think the bear could sort of just sit back and let the tiger try and come at it and just like anytime it came close, just fucking knock the shit out of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like the bear can both punch and bite. And I feel like the tiger can only really bite. Like it, they can sort of claw but they can't right. like punch. And the bear, like you said, could climb a tree too if things got really bad. And you know what? Bears can swim too. I mean, grizzly bears go in the water and like catch salmon. Yeah, but you said the Bengals are, are good swimmers too. But they're not tree climbers. That's what I'm saying. So the bear can do right. everything. The bear can climb the tree, it can swim, and it can like punch. It's true. It could fight in the land, sea, and sky. Yeah. You just don't mess with bears. No, definitely not. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty ferocious animal. Yeah, let's say uh, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Oh, so close. Sean has it at eight and a half. Oh, he loves the aggressiveness of the bear, Joe. Number ten. Do they play a style of play you would enjoy watching? No. They run the ball a lot and have unproven people in skill positions. Defense is okay, but has fallen off in the last few years. Since their run game is strong and impressive, we don't know what to expect at quarterback, and their defense has potential. Then he gives his score. But that's it. That's what he says. Yeah, I mean, I do think that the Bears have a certain history, at least, with like a smash mouth, tough defense, like pound it. You know, you sort of just think of them as like a cold weather team that will, you know, maybe run the ball a lot, but like but like have the defense and the running game to match it up. Like maybe that's not exactly true at the current moment, but I think that's what you think of with a bears team. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it's quite as bad as he's making it out to be. And I do, it's not like I don't like that style of play. I like it when it's effective. And I, more than anything, I like teams that sort of have a distinctive nature to them. Okay. Well, I'll see this. What do you think if you're tuning on TV and you're watching a random game and, and you know, you have, you're not the chargers anymore. You're, your own team, your, your new right. team. You don't even know what it is. Right. Would you right. rather right. tune in and watch a game that's being played in 70 degree optimal conditions or tune in to a game that's played at Soldier Field that's like zero degrees and the, the like sideline reporter has like four different coats on and, you know, the wind chill is like negative 30. Like which football do you like more? Well, I mean, I think that's a complicated question because I think that the actual football that I like more is the football played in nice weather. However, I always like it when things are just different. It's like always exciting when, when, when it's a game where it's like, oh shit, like this is just not, not what normally happens in a football game. So if on any given day, if there were two games on TV and I had no interest in it and one was a dome game and the other one was a, you know, 10 below zero blizzard game, I would always pick the blizzard game to watch. Yeah. See, that's what, what I about like you? about Chicago. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, the the yeah. games where there's snow on the ground are the best. And it seems like Chicago doesn't get as many of the snow games, but it definitely gets the, like, freezing ice games. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good for that. It's true. All right. I'm going to say six out of ten. <sighs> wow. I really sold you on that ice bowl. Sean gives him a four out of ten. All right. Number 11. What is interesting about this fan base? Superfan Sean says, as much as I hate to say it, the Bears have such a historic franchise. There is a ton that is interesting about their fan base by now. DAA Bears? Oh. (laughs) 
da, da bears. <laughs> oh, I'm such an idiot. Home to a certain team, which come January will run roughshod over the competition in Super Bowl 26. A team that is known as da bears. Da bears. Yeah, what team? What team has a whole SNL skit? Yeah. named after them. Yeah. Being from Chicago, loyalty runs... Oh, he is from Chicago. Oh, my God. Son departing from father from his hometown to their bitter rival. It's crazy. Family ripped asunder. <laughs> asunder. Ugh. Being from Chicago, loyalty runs deep in their veins for their sports teams. They have the Super Bowl shuffle, their Bears theme song, Bear Down, Chicago Bears, which is irritatingly catchy. Good thing they lose a lot, so my dad barely gets to whistle it. That hilarious SNL skit, Brian's song, one of the saddest sports movies ever, and a deep, long history. Uh, yeah, great fan culture. I think they also have some pretty like impressive celebrity fans, too. Let's say eight and a half out of ten. <laughs> so close again. Sean gave them an eight. And finish us off, Joe. What do you think about that drink? This drink is terrible. This drink is awful. I can't drink it. It's probably the worst drink we've had it tastes like cough medicine i think sean was fucking with us because he hates the bears it's bad whatever the other option was we should have picked it well he gave two other options and he rated the beer which he drank and he gave the beer he drank a seven and a half but he said i didn't try the cocktail but the bear blitz looks good oh no so he was no mixer in it it's just a little it's it's just a bunch of liquor and then a little bit of simple syrup yeah it's true it doesn't really make sense no i feel like there should be some sour mix in it it's called a margarita i mean there needs to be something at some lime or something yeah no i know like i'm like do i put orange juice in this can you sean did you send us the right recipe did you did you just did you do it based on what he he sent yeah or did you actually look it up no i just did i look i don't know what the who the coach is I'm just going based on what's in the document. I'm going to look this up. I mean, it's, he, this is the recipe. He's right. That's even more ridiculous then. Uh, <laughs> this drink. You're even, you're even more upset. The only reason why I'm going to give this drink any points is that I half feel like Sean is trying to sabotage the bears by giving us a shitty drink. What's the score? One out of ten. <laughs> All right. Well, he gave the beer a seven and a half, but I'm just going to put in the seven and a half. And so Sean's final score is 69 and a half, but your final score is 74, Joe. Wow. Oh, this drink is bad. 
And yeah. 74 is squarely in the maybe zone. I mean, there, you don't have a team. I mean, it's not even close. Like, 74 is above the Seahawks, above the Ravens, just below the Packers. Boy, you love this. Division, Wait, that's a 74 Joe. with a one for the drink? Yeah. you. There's so many things about this team you love. You love the city of Chicago. You're all about hating Rob. You know, boy, that hating Rob section really helped. You know, you like the Bears fans. Maybe I should be a Bears fan, Dan. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you have to move them forward based on your past results. I mean, obviously, you don't have to. You can do whatever you want, Joe. But what do you say? Yeah. Move the Bears on. Wow. They yeah. uh, mauled the the rankings, whatever you said. They, maul- they mauled their way into the Sweet 16. Wow. And Sean concludes, final score, 69 and a half. Being a Bears fan would be great if you didn't care about football. They're right in the maybe category for me, surprisingly. Maybe I'd let them through for historical precedence, fan culture, and to piss off Rob. The owner part is a huge issue, though. Good luck, Joe. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, I think that was great. Dan. Three in one night. We've already set a new record, and we're now going to smash it. Go four for four. Let's do it, Joe. Let's keep going. Okay. All right. See ya. Bye, Dan.